Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the iBug Buzz conference call for Monday, October 5th, 2020. My name is Maria, and I will be your facilitator this evening along with Sandhya. We, uh, welcome to everyone who's joining us live or also by the podcast. So yes, this call is being recorded for, for the purposes of posting a podcast of it on our website. The podcasts are searchable by topic, so hopefully you can easily refer back to find some piece of information that you're looking for. This is an open forum for the discussion of Apple iPhones, iPods, uh, iPads, and uh, Apple Watches and Apple TVs. We discuss the use of various uh, apps and accessories, uh, keyboards, headphones, speakers, braille displays, other types of accessories with these devices. We have a couple of uh, rules to ensure the high quality of these calls because not only are they recorded for uh, podcasting on our site, but they're also edited and then broad excerpts or broadcasts uh, from site into sound radio out of Houston. So we want to make sure that we have the best quality that we can. And so we ask that you wait to be acknowledged. So after speaking, saying your name, if you'd like to ask a question or make a comment, you say your name, you wait to be acknowledged by one of the facilitators. That's myself, again, Maria or Sandhya tonight. Um, and then say, uh, make your comment or ask your question once you've been acknowledged. We also ask that you stay muted uh, when you are not speaking. So you may do that with the Alt-A keyboard shortcut on Windows. Uh, it is Command-Shift-A on the Mac, the mute button on your screen if you're using a, a mobile device app. And if you are dialing in on the phone, it is star six. And the, all of those are toggles. So we ask that you be muted when not speaking. We generally uh, reserve the first 45 minutes or so for novice or beginner type questions. And uh, we just ask informally that after you've asked your first question that you wait to ask a bit, you wait a bit until you ask your second one just to give others a chance to, um, to ask their question. So to give everyone a chance. Um, there are no, you know, silly questions. We're all here learning together. And so with that, let's uh, go around and introduce ourselves. I am Maria from Albany, New York. And again, you can unmute yourselves as I've described and introduce yourselves. This is Herbie in Houston. Welcome. Mark in Montreal. Not too far away from you there, Maria. Hello, very cool. Welcome. Yeah. Jenny Facer in Idaho. Okay, welcome, Jenny. And who did I hear also? This is Claudia in Houston. Okay, welcome, Claudia. And I think there was a um, gentleman that I heard there. This is this this is Isaac from Temple, Texas. Okay, welcome. Three three people at once. It's a record. I've usually had two at once. So, <laughs> welcome to all of you. Shelby, uh, Baytown. Okay, welcome. Sarah from Vermont. Okay, welcome, Sarah. And who is the other person? Dana from Ohio. Oh, my. Uh, I think Evie from Boston. And who from Ohio? Dana from Ohio. Dana, welcome. I, lo I love the enthusiasm, but <laughs> I, all right. Anyone else want to say hi? Yeah. Linda from Humble. Welcome. Chanel in Houston. Dee from Southern Illinois. 
Welcome. Roy from Fort Worth. Uh, hello. This is Stephen from Austin. Welcome. Sandy hey. from Houston. Okay. Yeah. Welcome. And Mr. And, McCulloch. And Michael in Houston. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Welcome. Susan Summer in Houston. Hi. This is Carol in Houston. Okay, welcome. Hi. Anyone else? Freddie from Galveston County. Hi. Hello. No. All right. Very good. Anyone else like to say hello? All right, then. With that, I'm going to turn it over to Mr. McCulloch, who's going to tell you about how you can connect with us and some of our upcoming events. All right. Thank you, Maria. Yeah, let's see. I don't know. If, are we going to mute everybody now or no? I don't know. I did. It's all set. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, we've got uh, several uh, events coming up this coming week, uh, starting off on this Thursday, October the, uh, what is Thursday, the 8th. October 8th, Thursday, we have our Vila Book Club. That'll start at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on this very same Zoom conference line. All, all of our events, iBug events are on the same conference line. And uh, we are going to be discussing the book, Just Mercy, by uh, Brian, Brian Stevenson. And so, yeah, you've, it's about an 11-hour book. You might still have time to... Uh, Read that if you read it on a little higher speed and come join us uh, for the, the book discussion. Love to have you. Uh, then the, the following evenings, Friday uh, the 9th, we will have our iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. And I will uh, be talking more about that during uh, the Mid, mid time break, half time break. So stick around for that and you'll get a get to uh, hear a little update or get a uh, pre preview of uh, the movie for this coming Friday. Uh, then Sunday, we've got our iBug Cafe. Our monthly iBug Cafe is a deep dive training session into, we're gonna be looking in detail at the Safari app on the iPhone. And so we'll have uh, several advanced iBug members uh, demonstrating uh, the, some of the uh, features, all of the you know, main features of the uh, Safari app. So that should be a good one. So we'd love for you to join us at that one also. That is going to be at 2 o'clock, uh, no, 4 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Check that, 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock p.m. Central so join us for that. So those are uh, some of the upcoming events. Uh, you can find out about all the things going on in iBug uh, in, on our website, iBugToday.org. That's I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y dot O-R-G. And there you'll find all the events. You'll find uh, all of our uh, Training sessions are also recorded, so you can find all the recordings of all our training sessions. 
Uh, also, in addition to all these group trainings, we do have some individual one-on-one -on -one training, and that is called our iBug Jumpstart Mentoring Program. And there we will, uh, that's usually for a beginning iPhone user, and we'll match you up with a, one of our advanced members, and you'll work together one-on-one -on -one -on -one over a period of a couple of months and uh, get up to speed, up and running with that uh, individual training as well as uh, joining in on these group trainings. Uh, so on our website, there is a application form if you would like to uh, get, become a, uh, get in, on, in the uh, Jumpstart Mentoring Program. Uh, also, you can uh, check us out on Facebook at our groups page. We have a group, facebook.com slash groups slash iBug today. That's a good place to keep up. We make all of our announcements there of upcoming events as well as a good place to ask questions in between these Monday night calls. Something may come up or you have some issue. And we have advanced members monitoring that that can uh, usually get your question answered fairly in a fairly timely manner there. Uh, then you can also follow us on Twitter. Handle is at iBugToday. And there our Twitter master Herbie is sending out information regarding various uh, Apple related news and uh, rumors, tips and tricks and uh, other uh, tech-related information that would be useful to our members. Uh, so those are all the ways you can uh, follow us, our social media, and uh, check out our website. I believe I've covered everything, so I'm going to turn it now back over to Ms. Maria. All righty. Thank you, Mr. McCulloch. All right. With that, let's get started started with who would like to ask our first question of the evening feel uh, you're all muted so if you'd like to ask a question you can go ahead and unmute and ask away oh yes go ahead go go ahead i hear some did someone just unmute Mark in Montreal. Okay, go ahead, Mark. A uh, question about the back tap on the on the phone when you're doing the setting up. Uh -huh. You have your double tap and your triple tap. Okay. I was looking through all of that, and I was wondering and didn't see it, but I was wondering if there is a way to turn off voiceover in that area. I didn't see it. May not be there, but I was just wondering if, if there is a, a way to do that because my, my wife is sighted and sometimes she grabs my phone if we're in a Zoom, turns off my voiceover and it's really tricky when you're on the phone or doing something active to get it back up and running. So I was just wondering if you could do that with the, with the back tap if anybody knew. This is Jenny. Okay, go ahead, Jenny. Um, Mark. Um, what you do is you go to accessibility, voiceover, yeah. Yeah. and touch. Yeah. And all the way at the bottom of that, you'll have back tap. Right. I've got that. I know how to do that. But what I want, I want one of my functions to be to turn voiceover on and off. 
Okay. Uh, who who was that? I, I missed the name. Shelby from Baytown. Shelby, Town. go ahead. Yep, go ahead, so, Shelby. So, okay, go. So, um, do you the tri triple click side button? Uh, that would be your shortcut. So go to your like settings and then like uh, your I think it's accessibility and then um uh uh um uh what is that the um, accessibility shortcut yes thank you gracias the, the, that and then uh, triple click the side button three times and that will turn off and on your voiceover and so that would be one of your taps right if you're on a uh, if you're on a call or if you're doing something that it's really hard to get that tip triple click side button to work when you're actively involved in something I find like on on a conversation say here on zoom you know you try to do that side button thing and it doesn't always work for you so I was trying to look for a quick way workaround okay I think Dana was next yeah uh, you can also mark you can also hold your home button down and when it goes bonk bonk you can say Siri, turn off voiceover, and it'll say, okay, turn off voiceover, or okay. something to that effect. <laughs> okay. And then, and then when this you want this is Okay, hang on, Chanel, go ahead. Okay, so what you do is you, I'm just double checking it now, but you go to voiceover, and then you go to commands. And then the first thing you're looking for is gestures. Then you, um, I, which I think Mark already got to. I will say, though, that I have had trouble getting that tap to work. So I'm not sure if it's much easier than the triple clicking the side button. I do understand sometimes you can accidentally <clears throat> press the side button in, you know, too little or too much or whatever. It can be more of a pain. But I've never, I haven't gotten the knack of back tap yet, really. How hard to hit the phone or where or whatever. This is Jenny. Okay. Um, one sec. I think, EB, I think you were ahead. You were next, I mean. No, no, no. This is, this is. Oh, this, I'm sorry. Isaac. This is Isaac. Oh, Isaac. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. There were, there were okay. multiple people talking. Go ahead. Okay. So when you go to, if, if, if. What Mark is trying to do, guys, is he's trying to set and he's trying to make the accessibility shortcut, like 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 for example, for for turning off voiceover, to to basically work whenever he uses back tab to double tap or triple tap the back of his phone. And so and so, if he has, if under. Under accessibility shortcut settings, if he has it set to, you know, to turn off the, if, it's, if he has his accessibility shortcut set to turn on and off voiceover under accessibility shortcuts, <laughs> the, the under accessibility shortcut settings, then what he can do is go to accessibility and then go to touch and then go to back tap. And then he, he, and, and, then from that point, and then from that point, he, he can, he he can use he, he can he he can choose like the uh, the option called a double tap, and then from that point he can he can choose one of the options is accessibility shortcut, and and then all he has to do is double tap the back of his phone and it turns off voiceover. 
Okay, so Jenny. Oh, Jenny was first. Okay, go um, one second. I think Jenny was first, and then Chanel will come back to you. Okay, um, Mark, I found it. Okay. It's in um, voiceover, commands, touch gestures, and at the very bottom of touch gestures, there's back tap. Okay. Okay. And then that is, and you double tap on back tap, uh, and he says double tap the back of your iPhone, double tap that, and then um, it says commands, you can search, um, and there's all kinds of things you can do. There's a magic tap, turn voiceover off, that's in those commands. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Chanel? Yeah, you're actually, Isaac is right. You are actually, you do go into commands and then gestures like um, Jenny and I were saying. And then down at the bottom, you do have accessibility shortcut. And whatever you've set that to will well, be true. the magic taps. I mean, not the magic tap. The, the um, tap. So if you've set your accessibility shortcut to voiceover, then that will come out that will be the toggle with the magic tap. Okay, so that'll the work then. I do have my accessibility tap, shortcut. This is Herbie. Okay, um, let's, we'll, okay, go, go ahead, Herbie. You know, so one thing I was thinking of um, with using back tap, now I personally have not used this yet, but like, you know, would using a case affect like how um, responsive it's going to be? Like if you have a case on the back of your phone. No. So, mm -mm. No. Nope. Okay. No. Nope. No, I have I have an out of box defender. All right. And it works. All right. All right. Very good. So it sounds like Mark, you have it's uh, a two step process. I've got it. Yeah. Thanks uh, very much. Very good. Good question. This is Chanel. May I ask a follow up? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So Jenny, then how are you able to, or anybody, how are you able to get the magic? Oh gosh, not magic <laughs> tap. It's back tap. How are you able to get it to work consistently? Like, cause it's um, mine. You just have to tap it like tap, tap, tap. tap yeah. Tap. You don't go tap, doing. tap, 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 right. tap, tap. So it's I do it pretty fast, but okay. Well, yeah. but, I mean, you don't want to do it like. I mean, it's kind of a pop, pop, pop. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Is, is, is there? Yeah, go ahead, Sunday. Um, Just one other thing that I found with regard to programming the back tap is tapping closer to the camera somehow, like not on the camera, obviously, right. but near that That's upper cool. area of the phone seems to be very, um, a little more receptive. Receptive so. to the touch, yeah. Yeah. Okay, thank you. And this is, I don't yet, I'm going to be um, upgrading from a 7 when this 12 comes out, so I don't yet have this feature. So with that in mind, um, is there some uh, place where you can set how sensitive it is or how quickly the tap needs to be, like you can with, you know, certain other gestures? Not right now, I no. Wanna, no, okay. okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, good luck, everyone. I'll soon be trying this out, too, when I, when I get my new phone. So. That's it, Ibrahim. Okay, there, go ahead, Ibrahim. So um, I have a Bluetooth keyboard, and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I did go into settings and 
uh, also called accessibility, they offered to send me a list of commands, voice over Bluetooth boy commands, but uh, I never got the email they sent me. So I'm just wondering if there's a place I can go to find them, like step-by-step -step instructions. Um, so, so what are you, you, you said you're looking for commands? Yeah, voiceover commands for a Bluetooth keyboard and it's not the Apple Magic keyboard. It's not keyboard. the Apple one. Okay, um, what, and Apple offered to send you commands for this specific keyboard that you have? They, they, they did and they never sent the email. So I thought I'd come back and ask again. Hmm. Okay, um, anyone? This has, is Shelby. Okay, go ahead, Shelby. Go ahead, Shelby. Okay, yep. so Bluetooth, okay. Now, Ibrahim, do you have your Bluetooth keyboard uh, on your Bluetooth settings? Uh, it's connected. I, I know how to connect it and disconnect it. I just don't, don't know how to Okay, so uh, what exactly is the matter before. with it? Like, what's, what's it, is it not responding? It's just I don't know how to use it. I've been trying to figure along with them, wondering if there's a list of keyboard commands somewhere on iBug or somewhere online. I would think it's the about. same as, like, your uh, regular, like, um, like uh, your um, either you. I'm not sure that the commands, but I was gonna say if you if you can't if it's not responding, I was gonna say that you could forget and then reconnect it. But I don't right, know anything so, about the connect. Right, that doesn't seem to be the issue. That is a good troubleshooting. But does anyone have any um locations of commands? Um, does anyone this know? This is Jenny. Okay, yep. Go ahead, Jenny. I am looking at my voice commands right now, my keyboard commands, and I'm trying to, uh, anybody smart, tell me how to copy the link real quick so I can put it in chat. Um, well, that depends on what platform you're using. Um, why don't you actually, iPhone. Jenny, well, hang on. So because this is going to be an audio only recording, can you, so that we don't read out a long link or something in chat, can you just say where this is? If you, like, what did you Google to get it? Is it on the Apple site? Is it bookmarks? Um, okay, let me see. Yeah, just because, I mean, ch the chat's nice, but it just won't get reproduced in the audio file, so. Right. Yeah. Um, while you're thinking, EB and others, help. You, oh, it's go ahead. Help.apple.com. Okay, so it sounds like EB, if you Google something like Apple, and it might be specific to the Apple Bluetooth keyboard, but a lot of it, it might it, apply. It, it was, and unfortunately, it didn't apply to my keyboard. I've I always see. done that. Okay, um, so my suggestions for you, and if anyone has something to add, feel free. I would suggest that you either you go into your um, commands. Uh, well, you could well you could use the control option K, the voiceover K, um, to uh, on open a phone, not a Mac. No, so that yeah. is how the keyboard works. So, um, so on the voice um, with a Bluetooth keyboard, a lot of the commands yeah. I understand yeah. are similar to the Mac. So if you yeah. use Control Option K, which is Voice Over K, to open up yeah. Keyboard Help, then you can try different commands and see what okay. they do, and then you can escape but button to get out of that. And also, yeah. what you can do with your keyboard connected is you can navigate, and you can do this with your phone. If you go into with Voice Over, uh, go into Voice Over Settings and go into Commands, like as if you're going to customize them, and then yeah. you select that you want to look at your keyboard commands, and you should be able to see um, all of the commands uh, that are assigned currently. Okay. It's okay, a roundabout I'll that. way. I'll um, try that. 
Yeah. Anyone else have any other inputs? It's the only, those are the only two things I can think of if the Apple ones. This don't is apply. Jenny. All right. Go ahead, Jenny. The only thing I can say is I kind of waited because I didn't want to ruin everybody else's um, thing, but uh, a couple of things I can think of like are the macro command A to select all. Uh, I think command R reads from the top to the bottom. Is that right, Chanel? Um, I think that's um, <clears throat> how I get my keyboard to read or keep uh, control option um, P is another one for reading. And another thing you could do is go into your settings, uh, voiceover settings and change the modifier key to caps lock. So you can press caps lock um, A to select all or caps lock C or caps lock P to read. Um, because that way you're only pressing two keys rather than three. Okay. This is Chanel. Um, okay, go ahead, Chanel. Yeah. yeah, so actually I think caps lock is set by default. Well, it might or might not be, but it's not on the phone. It's like, not. Okay. Yeah, and I haven't done the phone in a while. It's caps lock A to read all. I think still command A will select all though. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, and caps, um, but you could the one of the things to do we were just talking about going into that command section and voiceover and under that you know you have gestures and then you have um categories or like if you connect a bluetooth keyboard there you should see the keyboard and if you double tap you'll get to see the commands that are associated with that keyboard or that are common voiceover whatever and then you can change them just like you would change gestures. So voiceover settings and then underneath the categories, is it? Commands. Commands. Okay. And Ibrahim, I'm surprised, like Chanel just mentioned the voiceover common. I'm surprised yeah. when you were saying some of them didn't apply to yours. I mean, it's not going to tell you the layout of your keyboard, but I would think some of the commands are going to be this, you know, like if there's a command and an yeah. option and a control key and, you know, the, the commands yeah. themselves should be decently similar. Between, well, yeah, maybe, I just, maybe I just didn't know it or something. That's why I'm maybe out, yeah. yeah, maybe it was the wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would suggest if you're struggling with the actual layout of your own key of the keyboard, because you know the commands aren't gonna help you with like a description of where the keys are. I'd suggest using something like, you know, Ira or Be My Eyes or something to have someone give you a quick description. That just might be what you're missing. And then the voiceover, you know, Bluetooth keyboard commands uh, that even Apple I... provides could help. I think the Bluetooth commands were what I'd miss him because I know the layout on my keyboard. Oh, you so do? I just, didn't know okay. the, I just didn't know the commands. Gotcha. So now I'll go, I'll go into the setting you guys keep talking about. Okay. This is Isaac. This is Isaac. Uh, all right, go ahead, Isaac. Okay, okay. So, okay, so, 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 Ibrahim, as, in regards to the Bluetooth keyboard commands, most keyboards that you, that you, most Bluetooth keyboards that you buy, as long as they have the control and option and command keys, you can, you can use some of the same commands, most of the same commands, if, if, if you will, um, that you would use with an Apple keyboard. I say this because I have a Logitech K480 um, keyboard. And so some of the commands that I use is like when, whenever I move around the home screen, right? I use control option um, left and right arrows, you know, to, to, 
to move, you know, from 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 item to item, or I'll and 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 I'll use Control Option Space to activate it. Or if you want to make it easier, you can use uh, you can you you can also use a uh, Quick Nav uh, by by pressing your left and right arrow keys together, and you can use your right right arrow or, or left arrow to 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 move, you know, to uh, to uh, to move from item to item, and then you can press your up and down arrow keys together to uh, to uh, to activate it. Okay. This is Marie. I just thought of something, Isaac, when you mentioned the logic check, I wonder if there's, because, you know, even if like, depending on how if the keyboard is uh, created, you know, primarily for like Windows or, you know, iOS and Mac, like right, you know, what, right, the, what right. the key labels would say, I wonder if there's like a mode that you have to switch on whatever keyboard EB that you have, that you have that, to switch I, it from it, like Windows. That's not the case. It, it's a Apple keyboard. It's not a... So you do have not, an Apple keyboard. I, so you I do mean, have Apple keyboard. I mean, like it's not, it's not, it's not a uh, keyboard that switches between different devices. It's like typically for Apple, is what I'm saying. Oh no, no, no! I, 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 I know what he's saying. What he's, what he's saying is, is not he's having, he's not having trouble with knowing the layout of his keyboard. Right, I understand. Trouble. What he's having trouble knowing is. Is executing the commands is is how to actually execute the commands to perform various tasks that he would perform on on his iPhone without the keyboard. That's what it is. Right, right, right. So that was just my thought that if he perhaps yes. if he needed to switch between like a Windows and a Mac mode, but it sounds right, like that right, doesn't need right. to happen. Right. No, my, my, key, my, my keyboard is only uh, one one OS when I got it for for Apple. So. Okay. okay. But I'll look I'll look um, in settings. That That's the recommend there. This is D.D. Okay, cool. D. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. D. Yeah, go ahead, D. <laughs> I couldn't say my own name. I got stuttering here. Okay, Abraham, <laughs> you have a computer or a, uh iPad, don't you? I have a Windows computer, but it's not on at okay. the moment. Well, it don't have to be on right this moment. But why don't you do a search for commands for that particular keyboard you have and have that in your computer. And then when you're using the phone, trying, I mean, using that keyboard with your phone or whatever you're using it with, you could have those uh, commands right up there on your screen and things of your computer where you wouldn't have to go back and forth into your phone all the time. To me, it seems simpler. I think this it's just easier Jenny. going to put this a David. that mentioned. Go ahead, David. Okay, hang on, hang on. There was someone before that. Uh, I didn't hear who. Someone was before. David? I thought David? Yes, I heard I David. might have been. Uh... I heard oh, someone yes, else. David, yes. oh, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. Every, everyone, everyone just hang back for a sec. There was someone before you, David. So one second. Who was that? It was a female? Jenny. It was Jenny. Jenny, go ahead. Um, my only beef with learning the keyboards, because... Most of the commands of the keyboard are universal. Um, okay. There's not going to be too much uh, difference between what the Apple commands are and your keyboard commands are. So it's better to do a search for Apple's keyboard commands. Um, key, you know, um, Apple Bluetooth keyboard commands because, okay. you, because 
control option is the same thing as saying voiceover key. Okay. And once you get that down, you, you should be golden. Okay. All right. And so perhaps add voiceover to that search too to get the voiceover commands. Um, okay, yeah, go ahead, I, Dave. Oh, yes. I said I'm, I'm going to try that setting you mentioned. That sounds like the, the, yeah. best, the quickest option right now. All right, very good. All right, so we'll take David and then we'll shift from this question. David? Oh, yeah, we, I need to determine what, what the control, where the control and option keys are on your keyboard. Like on my yeah. Logitech, the um, option key is right next to the space bar on either side. Um, now on a Windows, in a Windows keyboard, that would be where your alt key would be. But on this keyboard, it's the it's the um, option. Option. So, um, like to do a cut and paste, you do like option C. And um, I mean, option A to like select all, and then option C like to copy. And um, that's actually command. You know, if you're doing text, but okay. Mark in Montreal, I found quite a few pages too with you know with. Um, a whole list of commands you can, you know, play around with. Apple support has one and uh, Perkins school has one. Okay. <clears throat> and so I just typed in, you know, Bluetooth, um, I mean, uh, voiceover commands for Bluetooth keyboard, iOS, something like that, you know. Okay. Very good. All right. Um, Mark, is that, an, do you have a different question? No, I had a comment regarding this subject. Okay, um, we're just all right. We're going to take your comment, and then we're going to end the discussion on this question after your comment. Okay, because uh, my phone has been in and out a couple of times because it's rang and stuff. Sorry, I may have missed it, but don't forget, folks. It may have been mentioned. You can always do your VOK for getting your key describer, and then mess around with your keyboard. It won't initiate any of the commands, but it'll tell you what the combination of keys what do. do. Mm -hmm. So that yep. was my only comment. All right, very good. Yep, very good. All right, thank you for that. And you use the escape key or the eject key to this get out Shelby of that. Is Shelby with a new topic? Yep, very good. All right, Shelby, go ahead. Go so ahead, Shelby. I have, um, I have noticed this week, um, how many of you guys have um, had to restart your phone because the, the cellular data is, it just turns off and you have no, I don't know if it's because you have no signal or because I had to like restart my phone and, and it came back. Is it because of, of signal or because I've never had this happen before with my, with my company. So Can you just clarify that? what you, when you're saying the cellular, cellular data goes off, are you saying you still see that you supposedly have some bars, but it's not actually working? Or is the actual cellular data option turned off? Or what, what happened? Yeah, it, it, it turns it off by itself. It says off dimmed. And I'm not sure. And, and, and when I, and, and I never, and it's never happened to me before. So I'm like, okay. So I restart my phone and it's, it, it works just fine. But it, that's kind of weird, and and my and I've never had an issue with my company before. Okay, all right. Anyone else uh, have that issue? This is Kenny. Issue. Okay, go ahead, Kenny. Uh, Shelby, what cell phone company are you with? Uh, Sprint or T-Mobile. Um, okay, 
that's um, never happened to me before. Are you using Sprint? I mean, when you got that phone, was it a Sprint phone? Mm-hmm. Um, have you been to a Sprint store lately? Because I know when they did the switch to T-Mobile, um, mm-hmm. some people were having to go into the stores and get in their phone like reprovisioned or something like that to no, work properly with coronavirus. The, um, but I, yeah. but I, I've only noticed it this past week. You know, I'd be going outside. I, I've had to restart. But then after I restart my phone, it, it's fine. Mm. But it's just like it's kind of weird. Why it's doing that is weird. Well, well, maybe you give give spend a call and maybe they can reprovision or with the phone and make sure everything's right. But uh, has that's this what I would has do. this happened? So, oh, sorry, Ken. You're saying, oh, that's what you I'm would sorry, do. Yeah. Um, Shelby, are you saying, has this happened a few times? Uh, no, not actually just recently. It just started happening just recently. So uh, that's why I'm asking you guys it, because it, and I've never had this happen before this update. So, right, right, but it's happened more than once now you're saying? Yeah. It, oh, interesting. Okay. I mm-hmm. wonder if there's some sort of a carrier update that you're supposed to somehow install that you're not getting or something where do i go to go where do i go to do that i think that should just automatically pop up so that's sound unless this is kenny yeah go ahead kenny they usually are automatic but but if you call sprint um you know they can you know see if your phone's properly on the network and and they can you know if need be like i said reprovision it um you might want to Call them from a, a, a different device because once they okay. reprovision it, you'll lose the call. Yeah. Okay, so. yeah, and it could just get the signal from the area that I make. Because sometimes the you know if I'm under an umbrella or something like that. Right, but um, if usually if I lose signal, it'll say no service. Um, on the top, you know where your cell bars are, uh, does it uh, ever say no okay. service? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll look at the service bars next time it happens. Yeah. I would like to go to the that would swipe down and it says um, cellular data dimmed off. Yeah, it'll, it'll say no service or, or searching on. for service, something like that, and that's uh-huh. how you know you have no, no service. Mine's not doing that, but I'll do that. I'll look for that next time. Thank y'all. Okay. All right. Good luck with that. All right. Who would like to ask the next question? I guess while you're thinking, I'll ask on the topic of restarting. Has anyone had to restart their phone to fix an issue where when using AirPods, your sound just goes in and out and cuts out? Not, not what you're hearing, but what the other person is hearing from you. This is Herbie. Um, yep, go ahead, Herbie. You know, I didn't try restarting my phone just because I didn't feel like fiddling with it. But earlier today when I put on my AirPods, voiceover was kind of like cutting in and out. Uh, I think oh I think I've had that too right it comes in like on one speak one of them and then it goes to both. No, in this case it would like it would start reading like what was in my social folder and then it would just like stop like the phone would literally freeze up, oh. and it was only when the AirPods were in. Yeah, I wonder if something is strange is going on between the communication with maybe when voiceover is running out because yeah like you said it was just literally my sound issue was with the AirPods. And I checked and there didn't appear to, it didn't say anything about a firmware update in the about section and such. So, okay, well, at this least is Jenny. Okay, go ahead, Jenny. Has anyone, does anyone here use the Amazon Music app? Okay, anyone Amazon Music? 
this is Ibrahim. Okay, do you use it? I do use it, and I've noticed since like last year, every time a new iOS Amazon Music update comes out, it makes this weird bug that once you have it on on your phone and open VoiceOver and you're wearing a Bluetooth uh, headphones, it uh, you tell it to open with Siri, and it opens, but it opens uh, with the voiceover coming out of the speaker instead of your headphones. That's exactly I, what I was going to ask about, I, buddy. I, 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 I'm going to tell you what happened after that. So they came out with an update, I think, a month ago. And after it didn't say much, it said, uh, we're fixing things. that use the boil paint stuff. So I updated it anyway. And the next time I came to open the app, that problem was gone. So if there's an update in the app store for Amazon Music, I'll go ahead and do it. And that should solve your speaker uh, voiceover problem that was happening. Because I just tried this yesterday, and it did it to me yesterday. What was the update in the this app is Herbie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Herbie. One suggestion I have: um, Can you would it let you change the audio destination? You know, in voiceover. Nope. Mm. Not until um, you play a song. When you play a song. It all, it all comes back to normal and it stays normal. But it's when you first open the app. <laughs> headphones a... play out your ear, earpiece or your uh, voiceover comes out your earpiece. And the only way to get it back to playing normal is to play any old song that you can get, anything to play. Um, and then everything is normal again. Um, Jenny, have you actually, have you checked in terms of the updates? I know, it, I don't know, do you have automatic, if you have the automatic yes. updates? Yeah, so sometimes they take a few days to get to you. Like, even if the update comes out on a certain day, it might not update it for you for, like, two or three days. That's so, true, because yeah. I, I refresh my updates every day. Oh, do you? Okay, okay. Yeah. So then this is Herbie. Hmm. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. You know, just one other interesting thought I would mention that, you know, like, um, if you didn't want, if you didn't want to have to deal with that bug, you know, like, you know, like, unless you have some real special attachment to Amazon Music, you know, let's say you want to ha be able to access stuff on your Alexa, you know, it can merge with other services like Spotify and Apple Music so that you're not tied to. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I mentioned that. It, but I was just doing it for another person and kind of reproducing a bug for them um, and asking questions about it because I don't, I use Apple Music myself, but the gentleman on the list was curious because he couldn't get his Amazon Music to work either. And I tried it and I'm like, hmm, this is weird. Hmm. But thank have you guys. You tried, um, just just huh? a thought, I have no idea, but just speculate. What if you turn, when, when the app opens and the audio destination isn't correct, what if you turn voiceover off and back on? With the triple click. It, it comes right through the earpiece again. I tried oh, that. Oh, does it? Oh, all right. Just a thought, because that's when, when there was yeah, a YouTube. Yeah, yeah, when there was a similar YouTube app issue with the audio destination, yes. it, that seemed to solve it. So for, yep, yep, oh. yep. I'm surprised there's no update in the app store, because that's how I got it to be fixed. I wonder then if uninstalling and reinstalling the app, maybe there, maybe for some reason it didn't download properly. I'm scared to do that because when last time I uninstalled and reinstalled an Amazon app, I had a heck of a time trying to get my Amazon email and password back in there. Oh, 
Yeah, they're sign screens. Yeah, they're not known for. Yeah, and I'm not. Yeah, too worried about it per se. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, at least I'm you know it's let him do that part. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> well, at least you know it's nothing that you're doing. At least it's yeah, it's no, exactly. Yeah. Oh, hopefully that'll get fixed soon. Mm-hmm. The joys of updates. Sometimes. Sonia, yeah, I need to talk and... to you too sometime soon, girl. What? Okay. I was telling Sandia I needed to talk to her really soon. Oh. oh. Um, all right. Who would like to ask the next question? Anything about new iOS uh, for? Oh, yes. This Ibrahim. Um, I'm ahead. wondering if anybody has used the um, eBay app to sell things because I'm thinking of creating an account to sell some things that I got, but I don't want to keep and don't want to go to the hassle of returning to the companies that I got them. Uh huh. Okay. Anyone used it to sell? I've I've bought things, but I haven't sold things. Anyone with any selling experience on eBay? It sounds like you will have to be the guinea pig of this group and let us know how it goes. Okay. <laughs> or this is Jenny. Okay, go ahead, Jenny. Sorry, I hate to be like overloading everybody with these things I'm coming up with, but um, my mom had me try to help her with eBay and it wasn't all that accessible. So, But that was about a year ago, so maybe they have... Um, work things out but you do have to have pictures of your um, items you want to sell mm-hmm. um, and uh, so that's a big one because you have to have two different pictures of what you want to sell okay 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 all right good luck with that and hope that works hello out. what oh. yes this is beth Okay, Beth. And I, yep, go ahead. Yes, I wanted to ask Ibrahim, um, the stuff do you that you have to sell, does it have anything to do with like Apple stuff or anything to do with an iPhone? I might I might take it off your hands. Uh no, not Apple stuff. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, all right then. Very good. Who would like to ask the next question? Any new iOS features that you've been playing with and having some questions about? Or This is Roy. Okay, go ahead, Roy. Um, I've been using a keyboard with my iPad and my phone. So I started using VOF, the find feature, and I find it really handy. But is there a finger gesture command that does the find VOF command? Ah, that is a good question. Um, does anyone know the answer to that? This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. The closest equivalent I can think of would probably be Spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I didn't realize the VOF command would work on my pad and my phone, but I found it really handy. If you're on a page, so you're at the top, 
and you want to go find mail and set the bottoms to the heaven to flick a bunch of times or you know do a control down arrow to get there you can just do bof and type in mail press enter and bam you're on it this is now. works on safari <laughs> as well okay uh Oh, I think maybe Chanel was, I apologize if that was in the incorrect order, but um, we'll, well Chanel over at the same time. I was just thinking of the item chooser. Yes, I, that might be the closest approximation. Um, you, I think it's a two finger triple tap and you, it brings up kind of like it combines together or brings up this list of all the elements on the a screen or whatever, but um you then, you know, can, you can go through its index or you can type in the search. It's, it's not nearly as great as VO find, but that's probably, well, that's my idea at least. <laughs> yeah. I, I use item chooser in a one page document and file, but it doesn't mm -hmm. work on a really large document, but yeah. VOF does. Yeah, and the spotlight in terms of the example of opening the app, and now with iOS 14, at least for that, the spotlight will open. If you start to type in like M-A-I, you know, it'll give you the suggestion of mail. And if you double tap on go, you know, it should open it. So in that regard, it's a bit similar. But like you said, Roy, like not at all as flexible. Um, oh, I think Jenny, I think you had a comment on this too. I I did, but Chanel took it. So, <laughs> so not, o not only was it at the same time, it was the same comment. Sorry, yeah, 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 good. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't choose her. Tri two finger triple tap. Yeah, and it puts everything on the screen alphabetical order. Oh, everything right. on the screen in alphabetical order. So, um, what about vertical navigation? Would that help to move from item to item? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if that yeah. help or not. I guess it depends on the situation uh, and where it, whatever or pops up. Like if it's in the V or <laughs> yeah. or the scroll bar, the vertical scroll bar. Yeah. If it's a big document, you can go up to say ten percent or twenty percent where you think you might want to be, and then flick right. You know you. Flick right with one finger once you or left, whichever I don't I can't remember. I have to play with it. But if you're on the vertical scroll bar, that's usually on the bottom right of the last of the web page. Um and or document and it's the scroll bar and you flick up to go ten percent or down ten percent and when you are where you wanna be then you flick left or right and it'll take you approximately where 10% of the document is. Okay, very good. And another thing I thought of too, depend, it depends, it's very context sensitive, but some apps will have their own search feature like um, in Safari, I'm blanking, is it in that toolbar or is it on the share sheet? I'm blanking now, but there's a find on page uh, and you know, like voice stream reader has its own search, you know, so certain apps will have their own search, but they might not necessarily be as convenient like Safari's search won't necessarily take your cursor to it. When you move between results, you then have to touch the screen and you land kind of touch near the middle of the screen and you land on approximately where it is. Um, 
but it's not as though you're taken to it like with the keyboard implementations. So, um, so yeah, I agree. It's definitely, and there's the braille display that the space with F um, command two kind of works in a similar way. So yeah, those are definitely a couple of advantages to using an external um, keyboard. Yeah, lots oh, of Susan. good ideas. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Um, Susan. Susan. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Um, this is concerning iOS devices like the, um, the new iPad, uh, the ones, I don't know which one right now, and the iPhones. Right now with all of the Apple stores closed, uh, when I buy a new iPad or iPhone like I've done this year, um, and I'm going to want to get some new ones, how in the world are people, I don't know how all of y'all are, but for me, I go there so I could uh, look at it, you know, feel it and have them set it up the way I need it and want it to be and everything. How are we going to be able to take care of these problems because I've really been concerned about that. Um, I'm not tech savvy whatsoever. Uh, so I was just wondering if y'all have any of the same concerns or ideals or something. This is Herbie. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. Several things. Um, one, I guess if that, uh, you know, if that is a concern for you or whatever or anybody, um, I might ask myself, okay, is it really necessary for me to upgrade right now or do I want to wait? And depending on your reasoning for, upgrade, you know, like if your devices are working fine, you know, and they're going to support the latest iOS and they're not slowing down, you know, maybe wait six months to a year, you know, because I'm sure the Apple stores will eventually open. In fact, I hope they do because I really want my phone <laughs> looked at, um, hardware related, but yeah. uh um, that's one thing too, is, you know, just make sure you have somebody that is tech savvy that can work with you in person when you do get your new iPad. And one thing I would do is have them make sure that all your old, your old iPad and stuff is backed up to iCloud. So that way they can log into iCloud on the new iPad and it will download a lot of your settings from you know, your dev current older device. Right. So it'll be like the old device. So those right. are my recommendations. And, and see, uh, I, I need to upgrade, even though I've gotten them earlier this year, there's problems, but also you can get a good, um, I'll use the word discount. You know how you could exchange your iPad or iPhone and it'll knock off a big chunk off of, the other device that, that you buy. Uh, so I don't want to lose that opportunity. And the only people I know that's, I used to work tech savvy, um, that knows all this stuff would be the ones here in Houston. And I'm sure, or I, I would assume some of them or all of them are staying away from each other. I don't know, but, um, I really do need to get these things as soon as possible. It is a must. So I guess I would just have to ask the iBug people in Houston if they would be willing to help. I don't know. But also, like I said about the uh, discount, 
I know they use another word, but I'm sure y'all know what I'm talking about. You, you, you yeah, turn the, tra- the trade-in program. Trade-in, that's yeah. the word. I, I always forget that word, trade-in. Yeah. And they, no. they, they can always, I mean, you know, they, they chop off a good chunk. Um, the, mm-hmm. the newer mm-hmm. your device is, the bigger chunk, they're going to chop off the newer one that you buy. The older mm-hmm. it is, the mm-hmm. less they're going to take off, you know. Right, but right. my stuff is from this year that I want to get rid of and buy the newer ones. This is Shelby. Okay, go ahead, Shelby. Yeah, I was just, yeah, you just stole my thunder. Um, it depends upon <laughs> how old your device is. Um, this and year, also- this year. I think you can still, let's say, for example, if you have an iPad 6 that you want to upgrade, you can still um, trade that in and um, you can still trade in if you're willing to get a less... um, lesser amount um i would do no. it anyway even though even though it's lesser the, 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 um, okay so yeah, i'm sorry that, that isn't that, that isn't thank you shelby that's not quite the question about the trading the question's more about the setup assistance and such um, oh, 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 oh yeah no yeah. no worries right. um, I, w- I wonder susan I'm, I'm just i don't know anything about the situation there but um i wonder if something like a best buy is open like if they would allow for appointments or something like that i mean there have to be other places where you can you know purchase and get assistance with setting up an iphone i would hope if you want to uh, i don't think they would be trained in accessibility stuff uh, uh in fact some of the best buys around here in houston is closed down even the one the closest to me and uh, there's a few of them I've heard that's closed down and the ones that are open is clear on the other side of Houston. I don't know if you've been to Houston or not, but it's spread out big time. Uh, But but I have an iPad 8th generation that got earlier this uh, year and I have an iPhone 11. So those are not old, so I could get a chunk off of those. But I don't know if we're going to be able to do that as well as getting help to set anything up. Like I said, I may have to go crying to the iBug people here in Houston. Help us this, play that help song from the Beatles. <laughs> this is, this okay, is Marty. Go, go ahead, Marty. Um, Susan, who's your carrier? Uh, Verizon, but... Trust me, they are not trained in helping uh, with accessibilities. I know that for a fact. Well, the accessibility, you probably, you since you already have these devices, you're familiar with the accessibility. You just probably not a need whole help lot. in setting not it up. Well, lot. you just probably no. need help no. in setting it up. No, no. Oh, oh, okay. No, Apple Store people have always done it all for me and transferred whatever's on my device onto the new devices too. They've done everything for me and then showed me how to do this and this and that and stuff. So well, do you have anyway? That's my concern. That's that's what I'm worried about is all this stuff. So anyway, that's do you all. Have an Apple, Thank you. Do you have an Apple Store near you? Well, and that's what she's saying that it's closed because of COVID at the moment. Really? Yeah. yeah. A lot of um, places are closed down. 
Um, I, I wonder too, Susan, because like, you know, voiceover, like if the person doesn't know about voiceover, can they like, can they transfer all of your stuff and, you know, do the rest of it without voiceover and then just enable voiceover at the end, you know, and then you could use it from there because they shouldn't need, you know, to have voiceover enabled to like, you know, transfer your, you know, you know, your, your, uh, data over, um, this is Keith. The setup. Oh, go ahead, Keith. Yeah. I was just going to say, I like Herbie's idea. If we're not able to go into a physical store, at least with the backup of the old iPad or iPhone, uh, you log into that and it gets you closer to uh, being set up and then you would just have to fill in the gaps. And that might be easier to find help than to set the whole iPad up. Yeah. Um yeah, maybe so. It's, uh, but especially the iPhone, I need to get a new iPad badly too. But I'm on my third iPhone 11 since it first came out. And all three of them have these identical problems. So I need a new phone. <laughs> anyway, okay. thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. All right. Hopefully, you'll good luck. This is hurting. Get some. All right. All right. Uh, you know, we're at the midpoint, right? Yes. So just hold tight. Thank you, Maria. And we are going to hold on one second. This is Beth. Hold on one second. Okay. So, so we're at the midpoint and this is when we're going to give everybody a chance to, if they didn't get to say hello the first time around, we're going to say hello, who you are and where you're from. So anybody that joined us later, you could please say hello now. Hi, this is Eva from Missouri City. Welcome, Eva. This is Scott from Arizona. Welcome, Keith and Scott. This is Ron from Montreal. Ron, welcome back. Okay. This is Karen from Philadelphia. Karen, welcome. This is Beth from New Mexico. Welcome, man. Welcome. Glad you're back. Okay, who else? This is Kenny from Missouri. Kenny, welcome. This is Brad Dallas. Brad and Dallas. Anybody else? Okay. All right. Well, just real quick, uh, just upcoming events for this uh, week. We have our book club, and uh, we hope that you will join us. This has also been made into a movie called Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson, 11 hours. So go for it. Put it on whatever, triple speed, and you'll be done. So that'll be 6.30 uh, Central Time on this very same conference line. Everything that we do is on this conference line. Uh, and then we have on Sunday, we, I'm skipping over Friday. We're going to come back to Friday. So then on Sunday, we have our Apple uh, iBug Cafe. And we'll be talking about Safari. And Safari is, you know, a very complicated, lots of different settings and way i mean you know who doesn't i you know that's probably one of the apps that we use on a daily basis or at least i do and so we want to you know get some tips and tricks and just learning how there have been a lot of new settings with ios 14 so we're going to be discussing that uh so a, a deep dive and we have a surprise so that we'll have a new presenter uh this person has never done it before so come and 
come and cheer this person on and a, a new voice. And we're just so glad that uh, this person has an, agreed to help us out and present. So, okay. So with that little teaser, we're going to, that's from on Sunday from four o'clock to six o'clock, four o'clock to six o'clock on Sunday, October 11th. And now we're going to go back to Friday. Friday, what's happening Friday? Mr. McCulloch, you wanna tell us about what's happening on Friday? As soon as I finish my bite. <laughs> oh my Sorry. goodness. Sorry. Mid-bite, okay, well, we're gonna be talking about the iBug. Huh? Friday is our movie night. iBug night at the virtual movies. And that is at 8 p.m. Central Time. You can, uh, Join us for the pre-movie social time starting at 7.30 if you'd like. And then I'll, we'd like everybody that can stick around after the movie to have a uh, short discussion of the movie. So our feature for this Friday, we're going to uh, do something a little bit different rather than me give you some trivia uh, clues to try to guess it. Uh, and uh, I'm going to play uh, a bit of the trailer for the movie. And hopefully some of you that have seen it can figure out what's going on and who maybe some of the characters are, recognize their voices. And after I've stopped the uh, trailer, uh, just like all the other times, we want, uh, if you want to try to guess the title, Say your name first, wait to be recognized by me, and then you can take a guess. So with that, let me see if I can get the movie trailer going here. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard all the evidence. I submit that this was not a hot-blooded crime of passion. Consider this, a revolver holds six bullets, not eight. That means that he fired the gun empty and then stopped to reload. By the power vested in me by the state of Maine, I hereby order you to serve two life sentences back to back, one for each of your victims. So be it. Send you here for life. That's exactly what they take. I believe in two things. Discipline. Help me, God! And the Bible. Andy came to Shawshank Prison in 1947. Why'd you do it? Yeah, you know. I didn't, you ask. <laughs> you can fit right in. I must admit, I didn't think much of Andy the first time I laid eyes on him. Dana. He had a quiet way about him. A walk and a talk that just wasn't... Hold on, Dana. There are places okay. in the world that aren't made out of stone. There's something inside they can't touch. What are you talking about? Hope. It takes something, my friend. Hope is a dangerous thing. Have it, new friend. You're putting me behind. Hope can find a man insane. You better be sick or dead in there. I can't you got. I'm going to get used to that idea. Oh, my holy God. As it comes down to a simple choice, you know. Keep busy living. You get busy dying. Get busy living. Or get busy dying. That's damn right. 
All right. And I didn't get the jump apart that I wanted to, and so it gave it away. So go ahead, Dana. I'm sure you know the movie. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, the Shawshank Redemption, starring Tim Robbins and uh, um, gosh, I went blank. Morgan Freeman. Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that last the last line actually reminds me of Keith. Something Keith always says too. All right, very good. So Shawshank Redemption will be this Friday night, and we hope you will join us for that. And I'm turning it back over to Sandy, I guess, right? Yes, you are. Thank you. And uh, thank you for that. Thanks for participating. And I guess uh, the winning prize for you, Dana, is, uh, well, <laughs> it is a Stetson cowboy hat. So we'll make you a real Texan. So there you go. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, well, I was going to suggest conjugal visits. Will you stop? Okay, next. Here we go. <laughs> oh, prison. Okay, prison. Got it. I was like, okay. Anyway, thank you, Mr. McCulloch. You can go back on mute. Okay, here we go. So we're going to now, uh, for the second half, uh, we would like anybody that didn't get to have a chance, I know that Carol had her hand raised. So just a reminder, we don't need to raise our hands here. Uh, it is sometimes hard to get a word in edgewise, but please try to wait when there's a pause and then say your name. <laughs> so, Carol, do you still have your comment or question or something? I It was an accidental keystroke. Sorry, Bobby. Okay. All right. Okay, very good. Thank you. Okay, and so please stay on mute. Everybody stay on mute if you're not speaking. And Michael. we will. Yes, sir. I really got a question. Um, sure you do. For you people that have uh, upgraded to upgraded things? to four, upgraded to fourteen, iOS fourteen. I was curious if you've uh, anybody has uh, checked using the on-screen keyboard the uh, backspace key. It used to, and I don't remember. It's been several iOSs back. You could hold down on the backspace when you're using touch typing, by the way, and you're in a text field. And you could use the, you could hold down on the backspace key and it would, you know, do multiple backspaces. This is Keith. I don't know if it's, they fixed that and it's doing it again. Go ahead. Yeah, Keith, go ahead. I was just going to say, if you're having a problem with it, uh, just backspacing, you can go into settings and set it to uh, not repeat. And that may uh, help it for now. Well, I guess I'm, I'm wanting it to repeat. Then it might be turned, turned off. Uh, I know there's a toggle that you can have it repeat or have key repeat on or off. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe I turned accidentally turned that off. I'll have to go check. Good, good point. All right, thank you, Keith. Ron. Sorry, did somebody else have a comment? Ron. Yes, go ahead, Ron. Uh, it's been my experience that um, if you double tap 
and hold on the delete key, you can get it to, you know, uh, delete backwards all the way up to the beginning. Yeah. Which 14.0.1 I'm using. Okay. All right. Thank you. I'm going to go check my settings, make sure. All right. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Okay. So, somebody new. Somebody. Yes, go ahead, Marty. Um, have you ever talked about um, battery cases? Um, I just got... I had one on my old phone, and I just got my second one. Well, the first one I had to return because it's something I did. But I guess I'll let people answer, and then um, if you want, I'll share my experience with the one I have. So what, what is your question? Like types of battery cases, or what, what is your question? Yeah, like any that people recommend, or, or I guess just experience experiences that people have had with okay very good thank you okay go ahead herbie so actually you know one of the first i toy segments i did was on the battery case versus battery pack and i personally am a favor in more favor of the battery pack not the battery case um a couple reasons <clears throat> one i don't have to have this heavy thing on my phone and two the battery pack gives me the option of charging phone accessories like Bluetooth headsets and stuff that, um, you know, they're not always AirPods and stuff that can just do uh, wireless charging and uh, whatnot. So, um, you're talking about the power bank? Yes, like the portable okay. power banks, you know, like yeah. from the lipstick ones to the, you know, like I have an anchor battery port that has two USB ports. So, I'm personally a fan. Um, I like the idea though of the, I, I've have had battery cases in the past, I had a Mophie one. <clears throat> Um, way back in the day, it was pretty good, though what was confusing is you had to remember it took a different connector than the uh, iPhone. And then I like the idea of the Apple case that, you know, they have that does live monitoring of your battery and keeps it charged, but it is heavy. Okay, thanks. And bulky. Okay, anybody else have a recommendation for Marty as far as cases go, specifically asking for a case? If you use a battery charging case, sorry, not just a case, a battery charging case. Anybody else have any experience? Well, I guess I guess I'll share mine. Okay, go ahead. Tell okay. us what you got. Oh, um, okay. I had I got one, and can you get a little the, closer? The, the, it's a little hard to hear you. Uh, it really must be the Bluetooth headset, but I got okay. one, right. and um, it. The new ones, the older ones were you put the phone in the case and then you put the top on the case. But now these new ones, they're one piece and I didn't know you bend the case backward, like the top of the case where, where, the, uh, like where the camera thing is, you bend it backward and then you slide the phone in. Well, I tried to get the phone in um, like from the side. And so I think I didn't have it in right. And I think I broke the lightning port, the lightning plug trying to fit it into the port of the phone. So then I got another one and um, I had my fiance, I said, well, I'll let her do it. She slid, the, she, sl she bent the case back, slid the phone and it slid in nicely. 
and I like this, it's a 5,000 milliamp case. It's been able to charge my phone fully, uh, well, one and a half times. Okay, so, what's the name of it, or do you know the name? It's, yeah, it's, it's Alpatronics, and it's for iPhone 7, 8, and the new SD, SD2020, I guess. Okay. And it's a 5,000 milliamp case, and what's nice is, um, the case itself, the older ones used to have micro USB, but it has a lightning port on it. Okay. So okay. you can use you can use um the earbuds that come with the phone. You can use those, and of course you can use all your Bluetooth stuff. All right. Okay. Thanks, Marty. Yeah. Okay. I I think I yeah I I think we have talked about you know different battery type cases and uh when we had our personal meetings a little heavier yeah yeah it does make it heavier yeah so i think i i would agree with herbie on the having different sizes of you have just a lot more flexibility when you have like a battery pack and uh you can have little ones or big ones depending on how long you're going to be away or whatever okay thank you good question good 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 uh, discussion there Okay, who's next? Somebody new, didn't have a chance? Anybody would like to ask a question? Please go ahead. It's Roy. Uh, go ahead, Roy. I just had a question. If I wanted to help a friend of mine, you know, over the phone, you don't hear their voiceover. When I do Zoom, I don't hear their voiceover. When I do FaceTime, I don't hear their voiceover. Is there an app that would allow them to share their audio so I could hear what they're doing? This is Herbie. Okay, uh, go ahead, Herbie. Um, two recommendations, actually. Um, one, in Zoom, if they turn on their original sound option that will let you hear their voiceover, um, the downside is though that you will also hear yourself echoing back at yourself, but, um, you will hear, actually hear their voiceover. Um, the only way I know of to actually share it is using the Mac, either that or hooking it up to a mixer on a on Windows side is the other way. Um, another option, which is a bit more because you need to find an actual server is team talk that one will also it's as long as you have the suppression turned off that one will also let you hear their voiceover but again you do have the downside of hearing yourself echo back so those are the only two uh, options i can think of michael Hello. yes sir I had a question for roy is the other party are they talking on their iphone to you at the same time Yes. Yeah, that's that. You you will never hear their voiceover if they're using their iPhone to talk to you. Then, yeah, they they, they need to be on a separate phone line or Zoom line or something. Ah, uh, okay. So and there then, isn't a good solution. Yeah. 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 This is Herbie. Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. So just to clarify, yeah, my my the options I mentioned, like I said, they work because what happens is on the phone and FaceTime is there's some kind of like a lot of silence detection stuff that Apple has running that um, 
silences a lot of that stuff. But when you have like, say the original option turned, original sound option turned on, for instance, on Zoom, it eliminates that. And so that's why you can actually hear, that's, that's why then you can hear the voiceover coming through their speaker because um, the original sound bypasses all the silent suppression stuff that Apple has going. But just to clarify, okay, go ahead, Keith. Yeah, go I was ahead. just going to say, if you're on Zoom or any calls, the audio comes either through the uh, ear speaker or headphones and does not come through the big speaker. So I would think that it would, you wouldn't, like Michael says, you wouldn't be able to hear the voiceover there's unless a speaker it's a separate button. device. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a speaker button on Zoom and also Zoom, this is Herbie, if... Um, if you hold your phone away from your ear, that automatically switches it to speaker if you have that option turned on. So yes, Zoom can definitely come through the speaker. Like I said, the only downside though, Tim, is that you do hear, you do have to hear yourself echo back because you're you're also coming through their speakers. So that is the downside. Okay. But um, yeah, like I said, but you can't, if you do have it on speakerphone and you have the original sound option turned off, you will hear their voiceover. Okay. And I will demonstrate right. that another time when I'm actually on the right. phone. But uh, Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Herbie. Thank you, Roy. Question there. All right. Who's next? Anybody else with a new question? New topic? Hi, this is Karen. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. I have a question about podcasts. Ever since I did the last update, all my podcasts, Settings are just, they're just wacky. I can't understand anything. I called Apple twice and neither rep was willing to help me go through the settings to figure out what was going on with them. So, um, but I figured out that it was taking up a lot of space. I realized that all the downloaded episodes, because back in, I don't know when, like maybe like last December, I had changed the setting where they would download automatically so that when I would be out and about and I wasn't on a wireless signal, I would have episodes to listen to. I can't figure out how to turn that off to stop them from downloading automatically because they're taking up too much space. All right. Somebody would like to help Karen out. Somebody that hasn't had a chance that wants to explain how to turn off automatic download in podcasts. Is there a particular podcast um, program app that you're using? Or do you know which one you're using? Or I mean, they should all... They're all very well, similar. Apple. Okay, the Apple podcast, the native podcast. Mm-hmm. App. Okay. Anybody? Have this is Herbie. Uh, okay, Herbie, hold on. Does anybody else besides Herbie have an idea? Just to give everybody a chance. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. So I had an issue with this a while back, and what I ended up doing is just switching to a third-party um, podcast app. In my case, I use Overcast. But So that's how I got around that problem when I was experiencing it a while, long time ago. Okay. So don't really... Okay, so, so, but, so, so Karen, you have tried to turn it off or you just don't know where to go? I don't know where to go. Okay. All right. But I was able to delete some out of downloaded episodes, which... I don't really know what downloaded episodes mean. I don't know if they're ones that I watched or ones I didn't watch. I'm not sure, but like I had one that had like Trevor Noah. I had that one, and that had 175 episodes. So 
<laughs> I can't imagine why it would be 175 episodes that I have not watched, but maybe, but I deleted it. And I deleted a few of them that had like a lot and it did take some, I deleted them from the library on their downloaded episodes. Okay, and do but you still have it? Like, uh, right. So, so the, so they are, you have obviously selected something to automatically download. And so that, that one setting, uh, we'll have to look for that setting. I don't want this to is Herbie. start. Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. Real, uh, real quick, Karen. So are you on our Facebook group? No, I don't do Facebook. Okay. Um, then, okay. Cause I was going to say when I find, cause I can, I can go re-download the app and actually look unless somebody beats me to it. But since you're not on Facebook, I'll wait till another call to, uh, Unless somebody else beats me to it again, like I said, um, can I, you know, see, I'll, I'll look into it more. I don't yeah. have an Yeah, or we could have a homework it. assignment. Maybe we exactly. can follow up next week. Okay, great, great. Yeah, good question. Yeah, I've had issues with that. Uh, Karen sometimes have like a bunch of uh, podcasts that I haven't listened to. And there's a whole bunch of settings, and I agree with you that they're not always clear as to what they mean. Like, I, I don't know, there's like <laughs> continuous play. There's like a lot of, of, of different settings. So, okay. Susan? Yes, go ahead, Susan. Yes, uh, for anyone that has an iPad, um, I've always wanted to have uh, – different sounds to choose from like when the email goes out or an email comes in or a message whatever it may be and you can choose different sounds like you can on the iPhone but it never works on the iPad uh, I know what I'm doing setting it up but or maybe not uh, does anybody know anything about that uh, if it really works on iPads or not. All right, so setting up sound, customized sound alerts on your Yeah, uh, you know, like. Um, right, right, yeah, I yes. Does anybody have any thoughts about that? Okay, yeah, I, I don't think that, because I know I've got lots of ringtones and they do not, you know, transfer over to your iPad, so. No, ringtones, uh, I, I, yep. I don't use the phone on the iPad, but just to know that your email, for example, right, right. went out. But anyway, yeah. thanks a lot. Sound, sound alerts, right. Yeah, thank you. Okay, yeah, good question there. All right, anybody else? New? This is Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Welcome back. <clears throat> thank you, Matt. Thank you. Um, has the new iPhones come out yet? I'm looking to buy oh. the... Your, you all suggested the SA, SE2, and okay. I was sort of waiting until new phones came out, so maybe the price would go down some. All right, and so who would like to, somebody that hasn't, who would like to uh, answer Joe's question? Anybody wanna? Go ahead, Marty. I think even the new phones are coming out or gonna be announced in a couple of weeks, Joe, but since the SE is not one of them, the price will probably remain the same on those okay so in other words what i'm saying is like if you if you if, if the 12s are coming out so the 11s um may fall in price some that's because the 12s are kind of an update of the 11. 
Okay. <clears throat> is the SE2 still? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, one at a time. Okay, Joe, what was your follow up? Is the SE2 still my best bet? Um, I'm not extremely good with the cell phone, and I do you like wanna... the home button, and I like to. Okay, be able then to... the SE the SE2 would be your best because you'd have you'd have the most updated phone with a home button. Right. Yeah. This is exactly. Sunday, yeah, and it's you know the, for the price and uh, it's uh, yes, very uh, very good phone there. Hold on, I think we had Karen had a comment. Karen, was that you? Yeah, the SE two or SE twenty twenty came out a few months ago because I I got it. Uh huh. I my first iPhone was the regular SE, and then I got this SE twenty twenty. So I never had one of the ones with the numbers, so I don't know the difference. And um, this is all I know. It's the SE world, and I love it. And I got the uh, 64 gig because I don't really do a lot. I'm not doing videos and a whole bunch of pictures and stuff. So the 64 um, is enough. I'm going to make it enough because um, I don't need a lot of stuff. I don't need terabytes of information on my phone <laughs> because I'm okay. just, you know, it's going to get lost. But I like the phone. Like, I like How was that? Oh, right. Very good. Okay, Joe, you had a follow-up? How is that different from the SE2, the SE20? Uh, no, it's the same thing. SC2 it's the same is, thing. Yeah, right. Okay. Very Reiteration. Good. A new, the, it just came out in 2020. Okay, Herbie? Yes, as somebody that loves technology, I'm actually going to say that the SE2 might be the better upgrade if you are looking to do so. Just because, okay, the iPhone 12, right now there's rumors to be in an announcement on the 13th, but... If they are indeed introducing 5G, that's going to become a kind of an unknown at first because, like, one thing I'm not too thrilled about with, you know, from hearing um, rumors is that it may deplete the battery life a lot more quickly than we're used to. And so if you, unless you're really wanting something new and flashy, the SE2 is going to be a, you know, either that or the 11, you know, they are going to be more of a known quantity type phone, like you know what to expect, how they're going to behave sort of thing. So okay. um, that's my thinking on whether you should upgrade or not and what you, right. what you should yep. upgrade to. So. Keep this it is Marty. Simple. Go ahead, Marty. The, the enhancements to 14 and, and some of them you've covered in the Apple workshop that are only available on the 10S and I guess like 11, are they available on the SD2? Because I know they're not on the iPhone 8. This like, is Karen. Like the, okay, hang on. Go ahead, Karen. Uh, they are available. I have all the updates. Okay, do, so do, all do of the features the, are working on there? Like some of them. Do you have the, do you have the eye contact in, in FaceTime? I don't use FaceTime, so I don't know. No, when, when you do it, you don't, you don't FaceTime, like FaceTime somebody that nope. has an iPhone? No. Oh, okay. Nope. Yeah. Okay, well, that's, that, that's, um. But it has the, the, all the other features, like the, the back tap and, you know, all okay. the features that we okay. took, all those 14 okay. updates. Yeah. Okay. Because Iowa 14 iPhone updates, 8, I got every single yeah. one of them. The all iPhone right. Very 8 good. Does not have, the iPhone 8 does not have um, eye contact. Okay. Yeah, well, that's a great deal then. And so, Joe, I think you are, I think that's pretty exciting. Um, and so, like, um, uh, Karen said, since they just released the 
SE 2020, it's probably not going to be going down in price. And uh, but like uh, the other, the other, you know, if you're, a, you know, it all, you know, like we say many times on this call, it all kind of depends on what you're using it for. And, you know, if you are, you know, if it's part of your body and you're like, use it from morning till night, uh, and then you, you, you need a lot more power and you're doing, I, I, mean, I don't know, I'm just saying, you know, different thing. You read a lot of books, you download, you take a lot of pictures, you download movies, you know, there's so many things that you could do and you need a lot of storage. Um, so I, I'm not sure. Does somebody know what the size is on the SE2? You said 64. That is that the smaller one? I guess there's a 128 or something. Yeah. Oh. yeah go ahead, Karen. Uh, they started 64, and I they got started. 64, and it's 399, okay. and oh. I thought it was, I couldn't pass it up. There's no way that I could have passed up a brand new iPhone for 399. Yeah, that's amazing, as yeah. opposed to, I think mm -hmm. the new phones are going to be like 1100 or something dollars, so that's pretty pretty stark uh, difference there. So, Joe, we wish you Very luck. Good. Well, yeah, thank you, folks. Appreciate uh -huh. it. Yeah, you're welcome. Great. Glad to have your question. Okay, who's next with the new questions? This is this is Maria. Go ahead, Maria. Hey, I just wanted to quickly comment on that storage um, question with the SE twenty twenty. It's uh the it's sixty four one twenty eight or two fifty six gigs. Ooh. Yeah, whereas the other ones um are uh for the for the 12 and such uh i mean well 11 and presumably the 12 and such when they get announced um is but for the 11 now it's currently uh 64 256 or 512. wow okay that's pretty good pretty good okay thanks maria all right who's next who's next this is roy again yes sir um, I can't remember where I'd heard this, so it may not be true, but I thought the new SE didn't support this new beacon technology that is supposed to come out in the 12, where you can do indoor navigation. Has anybody heard about that? It's not Bluetooth and it's not Wi-Fi. It's some other receiver-like technology. Okay, Maria. Is this, is this maybe that... Um what is it called the u1 or w1 or i'm blanking on what it's that, called now that sounds familiar yeah i think you're correct i don't think it's in that se 2020 so if you wanted the indoor navigation capability that's not state-of-the-art because it's still in testing you'd really want to wait for the 12 wouldn't you or get the 11 oh does the 11 have that capability I think it does because I remember they were saying um, that they were using it currently for much more precise airdrop locating and I thought that I'd read something about uh, the Apple's tiles or competitor whatever air tags or whatever they're going to be called um, that they were going to use them for much more precise locations. Um, so I Thought, unless this thing in the 12 is different but if it's a similar thing i think the 11 does have those okay Very thanks good point there thanks roy okay all right who's next somebody with a new question somebody that hasn't had a turn desperately wants to ask a question 
Otherwise, okay. So this is this is Marty. Go ahead. Uh, um, go ahead. Hang on, Marty. Anybody else before Marty gets another yeah. turn? Hold on. Okay. Go ahead, Marty. I heard from a friend of mine today. Now I don't do that because they they said they heard that using the screen curtain feature, like turning on screen curtain uses more battery than if you went in settings and just knocked your uh, brightness down to zero, hmm. which is, which is kind of what screen curtain does. And why I use it is because if I'm going to give the phone um, to my fiance decided, I, um, I just turn voiceover off and then she can use the phone like she uses her phone. Okay. So the question is, which is, you know, more efficient. Does anybody know? Any? This is Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. So I don't think that is the case. I've definitely never noticed any battery depletion. Um, you do have to make sure sometimes though, like, because I know that I've noticed that because I have like perception. Sometimes even with the screen curtain on, it doesn't always go down to zero. So you still have to actually make sure it's set. But I mean, the screen curtain turns off the screen completely. So if anything, I would say it would use even less battery that's what i thought now i i will say herbie you're right when when i turned um screen curtain off and then turned it back on the brightness is still at well i have my brightness at 100 percent. the way the brightness goes to zero is if i lock my phone and then unlock it and then i go back into control center and then the brightness is reset to zero Okay, very cool. Thank you, Marty. So I have a question. Uh, I was away, was that, okay, real quick question. Does anybody remember how to, if you go somewhere and uh, you want to activate, you know, use their Wi-Fi, and I thought that there was a way where it would say, well, you can either get the password or Get put it near somebody else's phone, and then it will, you know. And I know I've done it before. And I was at my brother's house this weekend, and I couldn't make that work. And I was like, I was wondering, does anybody remember how to activate it, or is it automatic, or what? I believe it's automatic. Sorry, Sandy, it's Mark. Yes, go ahead, Mark. I believe it is automatic, but um, yeah. I yes. don't know if there's a way in the settings that you can not make it automatic. Uh, yeah. Under Wi-Fi settings, you might want to check there to make sure. Okay. Um, but I know in most instances where I've been in that situation and somebody else's phone has to be within a certain distance mm -hmm. and they have to sometimes say, yes, I'll let uh, Sandy uh, share my wi-fi right. password or whatever you know what i think you are i i think this that's the part i mean i was well i think i was trying to now i'm getting confused on my own situation i had i had already put it on one device and i wanted to like not have to type it in so i was thinking it would automatically work on another like my ipad go ahead herbie you know, it's actually interesting you ask that because I was, it's slightly different and um, 
and you know, I'm not going to go into details because I know we don't like to talk about these on the same call, but I was thinking like if I wanted to share my uh, university Wi-Fi password with my Mac from my phone and I thought that it would, once connecting my phone to the Mac, you know, iCloud would come up and say, hey, do you want to share this password? And I didn't get anything like that and I didn't have time to go see if I could figure out anything in the settings, but okay. I was kind of half expecting something like that, honestly. So I wonder if they've changed something. Okay. Just, yeah. I've forgotten what to do also. So. All right. That's why I was just like, I kept thinking, you know, I mean, I mean, and it wasn't, it, it did it like once and then I, I, it was just a weird situation, but okay. Thank you guys for that help. Uh, all right. Who's next? Who's next? Anybody new? New question? Um, this is Beth. Yes, go ahead, Beth. And so did they ever figure out how Susan could get her iPhone set up? I did get my iPhone finally, but the people over here at Metro did not know how to do the accessibility settings. So I might have to go to uh, Las Cruces. Yeah, we basically determined that, uh, I mean, unless you have because somebody... Because we don't have an Apple store right. around here. Uh -huh. The closest one is four hours away or something. Well, uh, yeah, we, I mean, if you're setting it up for the first time, I mean, maybe yeah. somebody could walk you through it. But it's, uh, I mean, normally, like when you go to the uh, an Apple store and you get it the first time, they would help you, like, get your Apple ID. I, I'm trying to remember the last time we did this. It's been so long, and they may help you set up your email or just some basic things to get you going. And when you have a, you have a totally new phone that's new to you and you're not restoring it, so at least Susan could restore it uh, from an old device. And so that's her situation is a little different, but you are starting from scratch, right? You have never had anything right. on the phone before. Yeah. Now, he did offer to trade my success for, a, for an SE, but an SE2, uh -huh. which I did... I did consider, but I don't. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's not a bad idea, but uh, okay. Go ahead, Shelby. Shelby, we can't hear you if you're speaking. Okay. I, I let me try, and she does show as being mute. Hey, I, I, oh, I my mute. Sorry, this is Shelby. I'm sorry. I'm go ahead, Beth. Um, I so. You can have Siri, um, uh, have Siri turn on your voiceover, and then, um, and then you can, after you do that, you can also ask Siri, after you do that, ask her to open your accessibility settings, and you can explore it. Oh, okay. That sounds this like Herbie. Yeah, you'd have to get on Wi-Fi. Uh, go ahead, mm -hmm. Herbie. Does, but will Siri you actually have to turn get on, on your voiceover you on the set? Oh, hold on, one at a time. Go ahead, Herbie. Hang on, hang on, Herbie. Um, so, well, okay, my question, I don't, because I've never, I've never used Siri for this. On this I, I didn't think Siri even worked on setup until you set her up. So can, because um, normally you would just uh, double, uh, triple click the side button to turn on voiceover or the home button if you have one of those. Right. Um, and then what I'd recommended for Susan, which Keith also agreed with, is if you have your current phone, 
backed up to iCloud, or if you have a computer, you can also do an iTunes backup, but um, it'll restore your, you know, you can restore from your old phone and it'll transport over practically like all of your settings. So then you have to do very little work. The most you have to do is enter in like, you know, Wi-Fi password to begin with. Right. But, but, but for, for Beth, she doesn't have anything to restore it from. So we're trying to think like, where, where, what would you do? Like, where would we start? So that's you a, can do a phone to phone transfer, but she doesn't now. have a smartphone. So there's nothing to, oh, oh. she's starting for the first time, brand new. Go ahead, Chanel. I think as we were saying, the easiest thing would just be to triple click the side button to turn voiceover on. I mean, I, if that's possible if for you, um, because Siri okay. doesn't work in the initial setup screen. Right. You need to actually connect to a network and all that. But as soon as you turn your phone on, you should just be able, if nobody has touched it, yeah. then you should be able to triple click the side button or the home button. Okay. Well, okay. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Um, go ahead, Beth. I'm supposed. I'm supposed to um, have Metro PCS because it is a Metro PCS phone. Okay. So that's the provider. I take it. So. Uh, yeah. This uh -huh. is Marty. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, Mark, I, I, and then Marty. Mark. Okay. Uh, with my experience, when I got my 11 from the Rogers store, Rogers is our provider up here one of three major ones. Um, the triple click thing did not work on my 11 or on Sandy's 11. I had to go in and, and set it up with the shortcut uh, option. Hmm. Uh, I, the only <clears> way <throat> to, to turn, Siri, turn voiceover on is either get Sandy to do it or ask Siri to do it. And then I was able to, this is to make the adjustments. Okay. All right. This Thank you. Hang on, hang on. Marty and then Chanel. Well, I was just going to say the same thing that Mark uh, said. I thought you got to do the triple click home. To okay. Chanel. The difference oh, okay. is you have to turn on voiceover as soon as you start that phone up for the first time. So not letting anybody set it up first. You have to turn it on at the setup the very first time. Ah, uh, uh, that's the key. So don't let yes. anybody else play with your phone. Don't let anybody that. else touch They it. will mess it up. This is Herbie. Okay. Yes. Go okay. ahead. And, uh, yeah, I apologize. I'm a real talker box no. tonight. Okay, but I'm, go I'm, th I'm thinking back to when I was a newbie, and this is a long time ago. And one mm -hmm. thing that I did before I even ever got the iPhone is I actually did set up like an iTunes account. So that way I had something that I could just log in. Like I wasn't. Now, granted, of course, I have access to a computer, so if you don't, or if you don't have, a, if you can talk to somebody that does have access to a computer, you know, when it at least comes to the logging into your phone for the first time, you've got all the setup, you've at least got the account already set up ahead of time. Yeah, that's, um, so that's I don't one. think she has a computer right now. Uh -huh. Right, well, that's why I said if she can, if she yeah. knows anybody that has a computer, I, yeah. I did say yeah. that. So okay. Beth, I know you're, I mean, it's exciting that you got a new computer. I mean, a new, uh, it is basically a phone. computer. It, it, yeah, it, it's a small it's computer. Yeah, small it is. Computer. But um, yeah, so assuming nobody has, just to summarize, just assuming that nobody has messed with your phone, uh, uh, then... No, the guy at the Metro store, oh, not to interrupt you, but yeah, the uh -huh. guy at the Metro store told me 
I can activate it for you, but I don't know a thing about the accessibility settings. Okay. He says you might want to go to Las Cruces. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. But you have a landline. I mean, another option. Uh, sometimes they're pretty good. Sometimes, you know, you could. there's another service called Apple Accessibility. Sometimes they could walk you through things. I mean, some, you know, we've had mixed experiences. Uh, so, uh, Mark and Montreal, Sandia? Yeah, go ahead, Mark. Um, what about the Apple accessibility line? Nobody's mentioned it. Yeah, that's, Mark, it. that's yeah, just what I was did. saying. <laughs> we were thinking the same thing, Mark. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, that's um, something. And that line is on our website. So, uh, and uh, we can maybe try to help you get in touch with them. That might be if somebody can help you look up the Apple accessibility. It's also on the iBug website, and that way that you could get a hold of with them, and maybe they have some ways that they can help you. But the ways that we've just told you are, you know, okay. going to get you started. Yeah. Okay? Okay, and, uh, yeah, that phone doesn't, uh, I don't think it has anything for FaceTime or anything like that, because I'd rather use my battery for... You know, stuff stuff that uh, that I can use, like you well, know, you, music you, you or voiceover. You can use voiceover everything. Or... I mean, you know, and even FaceTime is actually very useful for blind people because you could, even if you can't see that person, they can see you and your environment. So some people have used it to like find something, or you know, they may have oh, yeah. lost. Yeah. So you can still use it. So. You know, don't right, uh, like you know, for, for yeah, Ira for, or well, something I mean, like even that. Yeah. Not Ira. I mean, just plain old FaceTime. You can call your friend and say, "Hey, somebody who has FaceTime," and say, "Hey, Joe, I can't uh, find my my shoes or whatever." And then you could just show the you know do a FaceTime call and they can see your room and say, "Hey, your shoes are over there." So it's pretty pretty uh, useful. Um, and. Uh, so, so don't want anybody to tell you that you don't need certain things. I mean, we that basically that everything on that iPhone is going to be very uh, accessible for us. Oh yeah. So very and good. Can, so we're really can, could I still possibly use FaceTime if I turn my brightness down to zero? No, you. Well, you. No. I mean, you're. You know, you. You have to have. No, you have to have it so that they can see you. Well, you, if you, it doesn't matter if you can't see them, I guess. I've never thought about that. But, um, no, I know. I, uh, I just see a little bit better than shadows. but uh, Right, right. As long as they can use your camera to see your environment, I guess you could try it. I don't really know. I've never done that before. But great questions, and we're really excited for you. Glad you finally got your phone. So very exciting. Just at a bad time, but... Um, so it is what we have. We do have to deal with it. So, all right. Thank you, Beth. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Good luck. Okay. Who's next? Who's next? Anybody with this a This is uh, Paul San Antonio. Oh, there you are, sir. Welcome. I Go came ahead. in late. Hey, Sandia. Okay. So, how you doing? Hey, well, um, I just had a quick question about. So this is my second SE 2020, if you will. Um, uh huh. Yeah. Your second one. I, yeah, well, it's the second one because I thought the first one was kind of broken and uh, sent them back. And long story short, the haptics were not working. And I was like, well, maybe something's wrong with the phone. I called them and I went through the whole process and got the other SE2020, uh, uh, whatever you guys call it, SE2020. Uh, 
you know, whatever, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Small phone. And um, so I got the phone. I set it up. You know, I'm pretty good setting up. I've, I've been with the iPhone for the 3GS and uh, oh, everything right. was great. So right when I turned it on, it had a, a little haptic, you know, I don't know, a little vibration. And that was it. And it did what the other one did. And uh, so this one's doing, I'm not on it now, but so the SE 2020 or the SE 2 is not having uh, any haptic whatsoever. And I've, I've been in the settings and I know the settings inside out. And I, so I'm back to where if the phone's not on, it doesn't have to be on mute or on off mute and uh, no type of haptics. I'm just wondering if anybody on this chat right now has an SE and if they've had the same experience or is it, is it just me or is it just um, the SE maybe it's not, maybe doesn't have the haptics and I've just not done my research. That's my okay, question. Okay, so, well, any of our SE2 users? Uh, Karen? You... No, this is Karen. Yes. Um, it has haptics. It has that. I turned mine down. It's definitely on there. You got to change so it. Work, and it's working fine. When, when, so oh, it's like working absolutely it, fine. You know, when Your you put it on mute, it should do that little oh, Hold on, one at, a time. One, one at a time. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, Paul, what's your question? So I'm asking her if it does the, you know, like I used to have, an, I've have, I have like four old iPhones, at least four or five. And so when you do the mute on the mute button on the, on the side there, you kind of click the mute. And right when it goes to mute, it actually goes, you know, just you can feel it and hear it, whatever. Um, when you mute off and on, it doesn't have this. This is the second phone, and it doesn't do that at all. I, everything's turned on on the settings. I'm like, okay, I guess maybe the SCs don't have any haptics, and then that's pretty much where I'm at. Maybe, uh, I mean, so, I, can't, okay. I couldn't have got two phones with them. Okay, so hang phone. on. So, Karen, okay. you are feeling vibrations and stuff like that on your. Well, I turned my down. You turned it down. Mine are haptics. Almost, oh, okay. I mean, I, I barely this, have any haptic is, touch. This is Marty. But I'm just, there are haptic touches. I'm not familiar with the one on the pot when that button. Because mine are all down. I immediately like turn all my haptic buttons down. The intensity, I turned it down. Okay. So maybe your intensity is just down. Hmm, that's another thought, maybe. But he says he tried all, looked at all the settings. Okay, go ahead, Marty. Um, Paul, you may be experiencing what I experienced when when I had an iPhone six and I put the phone on mute. There definitely was like a buzz. You could feel a vibration with this new phone. Well, with iPhone 8, when you put it on mute, you do not get that vibration. You get, like, little blips of vibration. Um, now, I would imagine when it's ringing, you're going to get your normal. You get your normal vibration. But when you just engage the mute button, you're just going to get, like, two little, like, blips or a couple little blips to let you know that you've muted your phone. Okay. All right. Well, Paul, you'll have to let us know. So Karen says it there. They're there. So let us know what's going on. Okay. okay. Thanks. I'll keep playing with wrong with it. Thank you. Okay. And I have a question real quick. Anybody else have a question before I have one for everybody? A weird question, but let this me is know. Good. Steven. Uh, just to get back to, um, Best question. I, I didn't get in in time when we moved on, but uh -huh. regarding your 
uh, screen brightness and FaceTime or anything. It, screen brightness shouldn't have any issue because it's your camera that you're using for FaceTime or if you used IRA or anything that with somebody on the other end that can see, you're using your camera. The one thing you want to make sure is that you either have good lighting in the room that you're in or that you have your flashlight turned on in your phone. But the screen brightness on your screen shouldn't have any bearing on that. Perfect. Thank you, Stephen. And okay. this is Paul just adding to Stephen. I think that girl that was real quick, uh, uh -huh. the screen curtain, if you have the screen curtain on. Okay. Hang on, it's we not got background noise. Okay. Let anybody see your, your camera, whether it's bright, the brightness is at zero or 100%. Uh -huh. I found out with the family members, just, I mean, if you have the screen curtain on, they're going to be like, why? I can't see anything. So some people forget, you know, I know us guys or I do have the screen curtain on more than you think. And, and they're kind of, uh, right. That might right. be. This is Steven. Okay. So right. Go ahead, Steven. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, that's probably true with the screen curtain. But if you have your brightness like set to zero, like I do most of the time and I don't have any issue. Like if I'm on FaceTime with somebody or if I, I use Ira and so, when I'm on with them, it's it's not an issue. But yeah, the screen curtain is, is probably a different thing. Yes. And I think Herbie had that's it. About the, oh, this is that. That's yes. about the only thing I would use FaceTime for is uh, Ira or, or like she said, you know, asking somebody to help, you know, because I don't use the site settings. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hang on. We got Herbie before we... Yeah, so I, I was just going to clarify. I think, Stephen, you did clarify because I was... I've, I'd always wondered, you know, visually, like, does the lighting, like, does like, the screen brightness on the phone or the flashlight for the back facing camera, if that would help um, visibility for the other person or not, or if you just need the lighting in the room, because, you know, I, I, I kind of always wondered that. This is Scott. Go ahead, Scott. Okay. And it was my understanding, I've heard some people say either, you know, on here or elsewhere that if you turn up your screen brightness, it kind of it can also help with OCR. Hmm. I thought I've heard people say this that. This is Herbie. Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. Um, one thing, not necessarily, because like a lot of the OCR apps automatically use the light, adjust the lighting on the phone yeah. to uh, its specs. For instance, like um, a good example is uh, seeing AI. You know. Um, People with light perception, out light perception completely can feel the phone warming up, but like if somebody that does have light perception, that thing brights up brighter than a Christmas tree when it sees something in its focus and um, without me doing anything whatsoever. So it depends on your flash settings, but most of the time the OCR apps will take care of that for you. Mark in Montreal. Go ahead, Mark. Um, it's been my experience just, and I can only refer to seeing AI, where the artificial light or whatever comes back up and it has it built in and it turns on enough, adjusts the light in the room. So often I forget to turn on the lamp or whatever, but if I'm using seeing AI, uh, it seems to make the adjustment to make things a little bit better so it can read the barcodes or whatever you're trying to read. But that's just been my experience, and I have no light perception. I'm totally blind, so okay. that's my experience. And I do not use screen curtain. Okay. Uh, it doesn't really have any effect. Sandy will say to me sometimes, turn down the brightness on your phone because you don't really need it, and she'll turn it up when she uses it. But 
you know, I don't use the screen curtain at all. I don't find that it makes a hell of a lot of difference. And this is, this is Marty. And this is Sonia. Real quick, um, the screen curtain also, even when it's on, it's not totally dark. I mean, I I I have it on most of the time, but it, oh, really? you can still detect like a little bit of a a glow on there. Okay, go ahead, Marty. And then we're about to. End. Yeah, I I wanted to. I, I I don't know if we need to clarify. When you do OCR, when you do OCR, you're using the front-facing camera versus when you're doing FaceTime, aren't you using the um, the the camera like on the top of the phone? Or okay, no? hold on. So no, it's the other way around. So FaceTime. Oh, that's it, the other way around. Yeah. yeah. So FaceTime is going to be facing you. The screen is facing you, and then when you're doing OCR or something else, then it's the rear camera on the back of the top, top right corner. Okay, guys, uh, we are about out of time. So just a reminder, we have our Feel a Book Club on Thursday, 6.30 Central Time. We have our movie, I Bug Night at the Virtual Movies. We're watching Shawshank Redemption. That's going to be a good one, so we hope you join us for that. We have a little social time at 7.30, and 8 o'clock is the movie. And then please come for the iBug Cafe on Sunday from 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock. We're talking all about Safari in, in you know, all kinds of good details and settings and navigating and selecting text, all kinds of things that we need on a daily basis. So we hope you join us for that. And thank you, Maria, for helping me out tonight. And uh, we uh, thank everybody for thank calling you. in and participating and uh, had a great no problem discussion tonight so thank you yeah yeah everyone have a great night and we hopefully we'll see you soon on another ibug event all right good night, so, good night. hey maria good just good night. Night.